Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. All right, uh, Lubbock Sports Medicine. That is uh, the team of doctors you need to know. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com. You can check them out, and uh, you'll see these are pros, y'all. I'm telling you, the best in the business, orthopedic surgeons, uh, not just surgeons. They do all kinds of things to help you get better, whether you may just need an injection of something to, to ease the pain or whatever it may be. They can help you at Lubbock Sports Medicine, and they'll listen to you, and you'll be glad you went there. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com. Mighty Wash, that is the Texas Tech football coaches, all of our coaches. That's their car watch through the corporate sponsor of uh, Red Raiders Athletics, and uh, they'd love to be your car wash. They're all over Lubbock. They're all over the Permian Basin as well, down in Midland, Odessa, all across that region. Mighty Wash, locally owned right here and by Lubbock, Texas people, Scott Spore, and, of course, Joe Landine is over there, but uh, they're the best. Mighty Wash, you'll be really glad yes, that that's are. where you go. All right, we're going to get, uh, I think we're going to get. Uh, you can blow. Riley Dodge on here with us. You can blow at the car wash. Blow stuff off. Most of them don't have that. Yep. I that feature. I haven't seen that. But you, we, you know, that extra water that's down in your mirrors and everywhere. All right, I assume we can get Riley Dodge on the phone here with us. Well, I hope so. <coughs> that would be, uh, that would be good. Services for Dr. Frank Ryburn. Are tomorrow, uh, so uh, golly, and I had the, the time, and I think it's at ten o'clock at First Presbyterian. Um, so anyway, if you go by First Presbyterian at ten o'clock, where's First Presbyterian now? I know where it used to be downtown, but I don't know where it is now. Yeah, it's on Thirty Fourth and Quaker. No, Thirty Fourth and Indiana. Is that First Pre- Presbyterian? I think. Yeah, I think it is. It's that's, that's it's, where we do our Bible study on. Wednesday morning. You should know First Presbyterian. It's All something right. Presbyterian. Yeah. Westminster Presbyterian. Might be that. I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out. All right. I got my Riley Dodge information here in case we get Riley Dodge here on with us. Brennan's evidently trying to call. I hope he's that's... talking to somebody in there, so I bet it's. All righty. I really can't seem that good when he slides over there. But Riley is the head football coach at South Lake Carroll. He is. Uh, he went to North Texas. All right, Riley Dodge, are you there? I'm here. Hey, buddy, thank you for doing this this morning. We were looking forward to having you in the studio, but I understand you. You got to get back on the on the road. You were here for this big football clinic, and you hey, actually I, talked. I told David, I said right, that your that your wife said you're going to do what? I said no, you get your butt yeah. home. Was so, that? that, that, that. In a round, in a roundabout way, that's about what happened. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, it uh, you did talk last night, not at uh, uh, condensed splits, the passing game. Is that what you talked about? Yes, sir. How'd you do? I bet that was interesting. Yeah, it was. It, it went. It went great. We had a. Uh, I, I went right before Marcel Yates, uh, secondary coach of Tech, and uh, the great, great little crowd. Uh, felt like uh, got some guys that got some stuff out of it and then um, i also learned a lot from uh high school uh, college guys uh the last couple of days yeah. how, many, how many coaches go to a convention like this 100 200 you know, yeah it was probably about 250 300 it was a good little showing um uh just uh good fellowship and my first opportunity to 
speak at this clinic or be to this clinic. So, um, you know, very honored that I got a phone call to come out here and, uh, and, and talk a little football. Who called you to, to invite you out here? Uh, Billy Robbins, who runs the runs the clinic, um, and then uh, coach from uh, Lover Cooper, and uh, called me about six or seven months ago and asked if I wanted to do the clinic. And uh, you know, you kind of forget about it because it's so long ago, and then all of a sudden the the clinic starts uh, creeping up on you. But uh, <laughs> you're it's you know, tomorrow. But, uh, it's tomorrow, Riley, and you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. Oh yeah, I better. But, uh, so I'm uh, really happy I got an opportunity to come out here. Well, do you, do you like getting in front of people and speaking? Yeah, I do. I think that, obviously, uh, as a head football coach, you get put in those situations uh, quite a bit. So, uh, you know, I think uh, as the years have gone on, you get a little bit more comfortable. And uh, But I just, you know, I think all all coaches probably, for the most part, is probably uh, when you get up in front of a group of people and you're talking about something you absolutely love and, uh, care a lot about uh, you know it comes pretty natural if i knew you better I'd, I'd ask you if you felt like it helped with recruiting but i don't know you well enough to tease <laughs> you like that so <laughs> well, i wish i wish i wish we could recruit but we can't <laughs> okay that's a good answer <laughs> well it's you know in this world we're living today riley with what's going on with college football and college sports in general it's it's crazy it's the wild west out here these days yeah, it has. Uh, obviously, we're uh, we're experiencing right now with with NIL, the portal, and uh, it's a uh, it's a crazy time in college football. It's a crazy time for uh, recruiting in general uh, when it comes to re re recruiting college guys that are in the portal to yeah. um, our high school guys that our high school guys that uh, are trying to get an opportunity at the next level as well. So it, it has definitely been uh, an interesting two and a half years. Well, a uh, buddy of ours, uh, Rick Dax, and his brother, Sonny Dax, and, and Rick had been talking to Sonny, and Sonny said he's never had to work harder because he's having to work on the kids they, the kids they're recruiting and then also having to work on the kids that are on the team right now. You're having to sort of re-recruit them yeah, you know, to keep them, keep them hooked because they can wander off at the drop of a hat now. Do you feel like something's going to have to change, or you think this is the new way it's going to be? Yeah, you know, I think that uh, I think that something's going to have to change. But at the same time, I think that uh, this is a no, this is a uh, absolutely new world we're living in uh, for sure. Uh, but I think you know, talking to college buddies, and uh, I'm always picking those guys' brains, and and I also just trying to educate myself, you know, on what they're experiencing day in and day out when it comes to uh, recruiting uh, our guys, and like you just said you know, recruiting their own room and making sure that guys inside the program aren't leaving. Uh, but but at some point, there's going to have to be some red tape. Uh, there's going to have to be um, some limitations and and some, uh, you know, some laws that are on, on paper um, to uh, slow this process down a little bit because it's, it's, it's getting out of control right now. Well, let me ask you, Riley. We're visiting with Riley Dodge, the head football coach at South Lake Carroll, but he's also a former player at South Lake Carroll, played for his dad and Coach Wasson. Am I right on that, Hal Wasson, uh, after your dad uh, yep. moved on? But how many state championships did you win while you were playing there? Uh, three. Three. <laughs> was was that the max you could have won? Didn't y'all feel sort of guilty? <laughs> kind of selfish, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I don't I wouldn't either. And you were back real close to the time that South Lake Carroll came out here to Lubbock and played Monterey in a heck of a game. Were you on that team? No, I was younger. I was on the uh I was on a team that came out and played uh Permian uh at, at Jones. Oh wow. Um, yeah. And uh gosh in two thousand six, two thousand five from that time, but no, I, but I remember that Monterey game. Uh, it was a that was a heck of a football game. No, it really was. It was and, something and, else. Uh, I mean, came down to the last play. And, yep. uh, that's yeah, that's first really first time I game. remember South Lake Carroll was was right then. Yes, and, of course, ever since then. Yes, sir. And, and I think a lot of it's because of your dad. Were they good before your dad got there, or did your dad sort of build that thing? Yeah. So they um, Bob Ledbetter um, really uh, you know put South Lake on the map. It's how they carry on the map in the uh, in the '90s, or in the I guess the late '80s. They won in the '88, '92, and '93, uh, and uh, in 3A. And then there was kind of a there was a from from '93 to 2002. We we didn't win one, um, but we went up in classifications, the largest classification um, in 2000 in 2002, and. Uh, Went on a went on a magical run from O two to seven. Yeah. Pretty pretty mad. You know, you said well, those six years we didn't win one. You know, there's schools out there that say, Well, we been here since nineteen twenty nine and we haven't won one yet. <laughs> hadn't played hadn't played for one. <laughs> and y'all yeah. won yeah. South Lake's been so blessed and so I mean, it's really I was telling Gary before uh you came on that uh if you had to name the top programs in the state of texas in football south lake carroll is on that list along with alito and some of those other names that of course north shore nowadays sure. and duncanville it used to be brownwood back in yeah, our day it used to be brownwood yeah and uh yeah no it's, yeah it's, a, it's an amazing place and uh i would i would hope we're on that list uh but the, well, i think it's cool you know we're it's not a it's not it hasn't been an overnight success you know we've been sustained through you know through a lot of different years and decades, and but with a lot of great people. Well, I was looking at your record. Is you was this your fifth year that you just finished at South Lake? Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Disrupted my fifth year. And y'all were either thirteen and one or fourteen and one every year except for twenty twenty, and you lost two. That was a COVID year, wasn't it? Yeah, you lost two games. Was and year. I want is was yeah. it the COVID that caused y'all to crater like that and lose two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> the first one we lost in the regular season. Uh, lost to a really good Rockwall team, and uh, you know, everybody was getting hit with COVID early in that season. No one knew, to be honest with you, knew how to uh, to handle it. And it was a, it was a weird, weird time. I remember getting on that bus, going driving all the way to Rockwall, and uh, we had no linebackers on the bus, and we had corners and safeties playing linebackers. Oh court. no! Oh and, no! Uh, but 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 we did we did not want to. We were not going to cancel and got on the bus and and uh, played a really good Rockwell team. They had the same issues we did, and then and then the last loss we lost the state championship. So yeah, um, <laughs> that that year. All right, David mentioned that you played for your dad, but you also played against your dad for a state championship, yep. which I think is a very unique. Uh, who was mom for? Well, I told her she better been for me because I got the grandkids. Right? <laughs> That's exactly oh. right. <laughs> Good call. I got, I got the grand. I got the grandkids, and my joke. My joke to her was, you know, I'm blood. 
and uh, he's not. So. <laughs> he's not blood. He's not <laughs> blood. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, I watched that whole game, probably. Riley, because of, it, it was just – it was a state championship <laughs> game, but it was dad against son. Yeah. I watched that, and your dad ended up beating you. Did he – how did he handle yeah. that after the game? Man, he was awesome. It was such a uh, – it was such a cool experience, a weird experience for me and him and just our entire family. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you battle, you battle the entire year, and – and uh, that's the ultimate goal is to get to the state championship and obviously to, you know, to get your dad and do uh, two programs that we're obviously very, very familiar with. Um, it was it was a weird deal, but I think uh, I know I, me personally, I'll be able to, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, relish that, that, that experience a little bit more in, in, in years to come. But, you know, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for both of us. Well, that is neat. I'm looking here at your at your early life. It says, I mean, your dad's name is Todd, and your mother's name is Elizabeth yep. Neptune Dodge. And get this, mm-hmm. Gary, she is the former Westlake head coach Eddie Neptune's uh, daughter, yep. I guess. Oh wow! <laughs> so yep. this football runs deep, doesn't it? Yes, my yeah, my grandfather was a long time athletic director, head football coach, also Westlake. So oh my gosh, uh, my uh, grandfather passed away about. 12 years ago and um but he was uh he was at ad longer at westlake than he was a head football coach but uh that's that's uh mom mom's hometown and uh that's that's how we got familiar with austin westlake and it you know it uh went full circle by that you bet well mark ball you know mark ball who's with hellas now yep. was the athletic director and used to coach at wiley and in you good know american good man i, I was yep. up there yesterday at the football clinic i just wanted to see who was here if we could have somebody on the show so i talked to mark first and he said i mean the very first thing out of his mouth you got to get riley dodge on you got to get riley dodge on <laughs> and and uh so that's the reason that you got bothered because of mark ball what <laughs> I appreciate. It. I've, I've known I've known Coach for a long, long time, and his sons, and uh, he had a unbelievable uh, career in coaching, and then um, obviously what he's doing now. So, yeah, he uh, he hit me up yesterday. And I said absolutely, I can. Then, um, unfortunately, I couldn't get come in the studio, but I'm glad to hop on with you guys. You well, bet. It did cost you a TNA cap. You'd have got you a TNA yeah. cap, and if they're really come nice, in. Riley. They're really nice. Mm-hmm. I'll send you all my address. <laughs> hey, I did want to ask you. He said you got to get him to tell. A lot of people don't know your history. You you went to North Texas. You played for your dad. You actually transferred to McNeese Man- yeah. State. But you yeah. you ended up uh, – weren't you the, a GA at A&M with Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, I was a, I was a GA at A&M, um, Cliff, and then, uh, or in the, Kevin Sumlin, and, and then I was at, at Texas for with Matt Brown. For one year, and then Charlie Shaw for one year. So yeah, well, Cliff sort of took credit for Manziel, but it was really sort of you that it was that, you, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, I take all the credit. <laughs> well, tell us a Manziel story. Coach Ball said you got to tell us a Manziel story. Man, I don't know if I can say it on the radio. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can. I, got, I, I got, I got some amazing stories uh, on Johnny. Uh, you know, one story. Uh, you know, we're probably mid-season. We're we're we're, we're starting to roll a little bit, and poor Johnny went to Heisman. And uh, I remember Cliff. Uh, I, I remember me going to Cliff's office. Cliff, Cliff gave me a call and said, "Hey, come holler at me." 
So I go to his office and said, hey, listen, I need you to help me out. I said, I need you to go on Friday mornings. I need you to go pick Johnny up from his house. <laughs> I said, okay. He goes, uh, he goes, I yeah, one minute. Up, and I need you to, I need you to take, him to his, uh, take him to his first class of the day. Make sure he gets there on time. And uh, so I did that. I had to beg him and, and drag him out of the house <laughs> each and every day. I told him we, 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 we had a mutual respect for each other. I said, I'm here to help you, and I need you to help me. Because if you don't get in this truck and get and I don't get you a class on time, my, uh, my little butt is about to uh, lose his first job. So, and uh, so, and he, we had an uh, unbelievable year. I think we ended up in oh, the yeah. country. He won the Heisman, Heisman Trophy. And uh, it, was a, it was a very, very cool experience. Riley, this was fun, buddy. This was a lot you. of fun. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Yeah, absolutely, guys. I appreciate y'all having me. You bet. Great job, and, and good luck to you. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Riley Dodge, everybody. Head football coach, South Lake Carroll. We'll be right back. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. I was telling you about Golf USA, 67th in Indiana. Go by and see them. They can get you outfitted. They got the carts. They got everything. And a repair shop there as well. They can re-grip the clubs. Leftwood Chapman, Florian America, 4517 50th Street is where you'll find Larry Leftwood and Joe Chapman. And they have the their brand. They, they're in this group where they can uh, get the greatest in, in carpet floor in America. They can buy everything, anything you want, and they can get it at a great price and pass that on to you. That's what they do at Leftwich Chapman, and they'll take great care of you, y'all. They're committed to making sure that you're pleased with what happens at the end of the transaction. So Leftwich Chapman, Medicare Solutions of West Texas, and I've seen their TV commercials lately, but uh, these are local people that understand Medicare and can get you outfitted and fixed up like you need to be in Medicare. And it's confusing, y'all, and you need Lori Kasler and Tanya Blackburn, I'll tell you. Medicare really Solutions of West Texas. By golly. All right. So now do you want to test the microphone? I can. Can't, I can't hear it. Maybe we got to. No, we don't have to turn these up. Nope. Can you hear it, Brennan? Okay, we can't hear it, but. Oh, but you can? Okay. All right. Well, let's just assume it works. All right. There we go. All right. I don't know why they put it right there. Hey, buy your season football tickets today. You don't think of football season before baseball season. Yeah, it's time season, to renew. But you can buy your season football tickets for the 2023, the home games, and it starts at $185. Now, that's a, that's a bargain for six football games it really is good i'm assuming it's six and you need to renew by january 31st to take advantage of the eight month payment plan where you don't we have, have six to, home games you know seven pay. yeah i think we got six but okay. i'm not 100 percent sure on that right. but um if you want to be a part of the payment plan you need to get them renewed by january the 31st and i'm excited about what's going to happen with tech football i can tell you i was telling you about those uh the Big 12 leads the nation with eight on Oscar Robertson Trophy midseason you know list. Adam Flagler seven. at Baylor. Kenyatta George at Baylor. Those two guys, we saw them this week. They started 0-3. Yeah. With, with and two. led us up. Yeah. Grady, uh, Grady Dick at Kansas. He's a yep. freshman. Yep. Jalen Wilson at Kansas. Keontae Johnson at K-State. Marquise Knoll at Kansas State. Wow. Mike Miles Jr. at TCU. And Marcus Carr at Texas. I mean, these are these are really great players. Mike Miles, in my opinion, at TCU may be the best player in the country. 
He really is good. All right. I did a little math, David, and I think we have seven home games. All right. Because seven home games at $25 a ticket, $185. And six just doesn't divide into 185 very well. Okay. So I think it's seven home games. You know, there would be another way to look. You could, like, pull up TexasTech.com. I want to do it the mathematic way. Yeah. Well, that's, a little that's good. Effort. Yeah. Okay. I figured you just asked Siri. Are we calling Mike Smith? Or is he calling yep, us? We're calling him. All right. Let's see what old Mike's up to. Mike's been a he, <clears throat> he's been a good old boy. He did late lose his father recently, and I know that's been tough. But uh, but he we'll we'll do we might even let him do pick 'em with us. I think he did extremely well. Well, he would be good at last it. year. Well, y'all get your pens out, and we might make you a little walking around money here this morning. Mike Smith, a former Coronado Mustang, and he was a great player at Coronado, I'm telling you. A great player, and a great player at Texas Tech. I think he's second at Coronado in hits behind, or maybe average, an average, behind Sonny Dykes. So what do you mean second in hits? Hit, hits, hitting. I think it's batting. Oh, average. batting. Oh, yeah. He I was a great baseball average. player. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I think he's right behind Sonny Dykes, which there's another name. <laughs> he is. That y'all might recognize. Oh, we play. I'm looking at our football schedule. We play at Wyoming. Are you going to that game? You know, I might. I drive through Steamboat on the way. Oregon is here in Lubbock. That'll be a good game. Then Tarleton State here in Lubbock. Oh, crap. What? We only got three home. We only got three games on the. As schedule. interesting as that is. All right, we got Mike Smith yeah, with us. We got a more interesting person on the phone. Hey, Mike, where are you? At a, are you at a club? I'm at a uh, Wesson's basketball game. Okay. Basketball I game. thought you were at a bingo hall. <laughs> B three. I got a bingo. I'm watching my son about to foul out. <laughs> oh, he is. Well, good. Then you can go outside. It's like Nanny. Then you can go outside and talk to us. How is it? Is it cold up there? Oh, heck yeah, it is. got about <laughs> 10 feet of snow. Oh, my gosh. year, like, uh, for the last, like, four months. Hey, we missed you, man. We missed talking to yeah, you. I missed you guys, man. I, when you coming down I'll here? I'll probably get up there this summer. All right, good. Hey, when you come in, we're going to have you and, and Acock come in the studio, and we may – David and I may go play golf and let y'all yeah, have just it. Let y'all, and we'll, that'd be our last show because we'll be kicked <laughs> off the air. <laughs> hey, can you get Amadola? more can, women listening to the show. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Can you get Amadola for us and y'all all be on together? Do you ever see Danny? That'd be fun. Uh, I haven't seen him in, let's see, I haven't seen him a couple of years since he was playing with Detroit and I was with Green Bay. Yeah. Have you noticed or have you watched that show, the world's toughest spe- special forces show? And these special forces guy have it's like Dwight Howard and but Amandola's one of them and he's like he would be voted captain of this thing and they're dropping yeah. like flies on this but he's he's been a rock he's been it sounds like his career huh I heard a I heard a whistle did your kid foul out no he's close <laughs> I think he's got two left hands he can't he's like his dad too he can't shoot but the other kid hasn't scored came came close. <laughs> Well, we're just bragging on your baseball prowess. Is is the boy play some baseball? Yes, that's probably his sport. He's got a he's got a good feel for baseball. Weston, Weston, we're talking about Weston, aren't we? Yeah, I just try to keep him in something. You know, keep him busy during the year, whatever. Yeah. Right now it's basketball. He's doing that, doing hockey, and indoor soccer. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! The boy's playing hockey. Yeah, that's big up there. 
Yeah. That was really big. That's like probably the biggest sport in Minnesota. Not bigger than the Vikings, surely. No, but but uh, hockey's pretty dang big. Yeah. All right. Can you skate? Heck no. Okay. So you've been up there and you can't skate, but the boy plays no. hockey. I don't know if I could yeah. skate either. I've never, I could roller skate back in the day. Yeah, uh, just barely. Ice skating. I don't know about that. Well, there was the horn. End of the quarter. There's the end of the quarter. I tried it one time with them, but it, uh, uh, uh-uh. yeah, no, we don't bounce like we used to. No, heck no. <laughs> you crumble. Now. Yeah, you, how's you, your, you how's your look. health? How's your health doing? Good. It's, yeah, it's good enough. I got back surgery coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. No, I got to get an old fracture. I did playing and I got to get that plate and screwed and oh, I'll be ready to roll. Yeah. Well, our buddy Rodney, Rodney Allison just came off back surgery and he's, He's, he's still struggling. He's going to be dancing a jig before long. We're hoping. We're hoping, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what to do about the brain damage y'all have had, but just hang in there. They don't have yeah, a, well. don't have an operation for that, do they? <laughs> you get a brain transplant. No, no buddy. I'm still waiting. Do you still have great memories of your days at Coronado? I mean, just isn't it? I was there last night, Mike, doing the, doing the Coronado Lubbockai games, and you know, you just think back to all the memories that go through. Uh, you know, at high school, it was a lot. Was really a fun time, wasn't? It's important time. It was. You know, I. You know, what's great with the, and Emily's really shown me how to use social media stuff. These people you can stay in touch with through Coronado, and because you do, I still lay there and think about, you know, Friday Night Lights and and baseball and and all that stuff. Really, all the levels of sports I've played at. You know, that's a great thing about sports. I was telling my son the other day. It's just the, the friends and the teammates you build. And, you know, it lasts a last lifetime. And you, you start meeting friends that are a lot like yourself. And, you know, like about the Acox that, that love to compete and love to get after people. Like Danny, you know, Wes yeah. Wilker. There's a lot of guys that, that I grew up playing with at different levels of, of high school and middle school and NFL and college that become your best friends. Well, y'all, y'all had a overachieving bunch too. We were. That yeah, helps. That was a great group that went through Coronado, and then of course at Texas Tech and all that you did there, and and it's a great career at Texas Tech. And um, I know you probably were excited about what we did this year. That was kind of a good year for us. And Coach McGuire, Mike, I don't know how well you could know him at all, but this guy's the real deal. He is really bringing an energy to us. Yeah, he fit, you know, I listened to the guy talk. He, he's like uh, somebody that should be coaching in Lubbock and Texas Tech. Like he, he feels like it's somebody that's from around there, you know? Yeah. He, and he, he seems like a good guy. I haven't had a chance to meet him. Well, you'll get a chance when you come this summer because he'll want to meet you. And we, we may go out and play golf, get him to go play golf with us. It, uh, it you know, this team this year, just watching, it seemed like a, a team that was under, under you know, Mike, back in the day Mike Lee they just played mm-hmm. hard and yeah they did found ways to win and shoot kind of a lot like our Vikings this year gosh almighty every game that we played in was close we found a way to, to win I know it. It. hey I want to ask you this I, I've never seen this the game at Indianapolis against Indianapolis y'all are behind 33 to nothing there's so many questions how in the world did Indianapolis score 33 points it's 33 to nothing at halftime right oh yeah there's how did that happen run. Uh, interception for a touchdown, block punt for a touchdown, and I mean, there's a couple a couple of takeaways. Then we just weren't playing well on defense, and, and uh, that's that's you know about this team. 
There were 11, we were eleven and zero this year on uh, one score games. Wow. NFL record. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the Buffalo game, you know, there's forty seconds left. Buffalo's got the ball. Game's over, and uh, they were going to nail it to minus one, and he fumbles it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get in the end zone, <laughs> score, and win the game. I'm like, what the? Heck? <laughs> y'all were just yeah. Y'all had the touch. And, but yeah, I, I, you got to finish that Indianapolis game. Y'all came back and won that game in overtime. The biggest comeback in NFL history. Yep. I yeah, mean, it was amazing. Credit to the guys. They they never blink. You know that credit. Yeah. You got to credit the coaches there too. Yeah, keeping to keep the, the wheels it. on the wagon. Yeah, keep you going. You know, hey, yeah, you just you got to you got to. You know, it's funny. Andy Reid told me a long time ago. He told me a couple of times. It's uh, in a game. You can't lose it, man. You got to stay focused. Once you start losing it and screaming and freaking out, your players start freaking out. They think something's wrong. When you just stay locked in, play the next play. Is that what you do now? Yeah. Have you I've always done really that? Big, I I have. I've never yeah. been a real big coach of screaming and flipping out, screaming and yelling and grabbing face masks, especially during the game. Well, it, it it, especially how in. big those guys are. Oh, hell you yeah. got to watch what face mask you grab. Uh, I, I wait till practice or behind the meeting doors. I, I've been known to wrestle a few of them in the, in the room. You know, Gary and I have been up there a couple of times to Minnesota, and we've been through y'all's new facility. Is that wow. does that blow you Isn't away? That it's unbelievable. It y'all got heated practice fields. Yeah, it's well. That's how it is up here. I mean, Green Bay, the Packers were the same way. Yeah, I mean, it snows so much. And it's just so cold here. I mean, it was negative forty-two like three or four weeks ago. The wind chill. With the wind chill. Yeah. Like, yeah. Negative like forty-two. That's ridiculous. It, it, it is, but we love it up here. Emily loves it. The kids love it. How is Emily but doing? It's a good. She's good. Good. Well, tell her we said hello. I sure will. She's finally got more things to do. Green Bay was a little bit tough. Yeah, there's right. only about 90,000 90, people there. So, This is the time of the year that uh, head coaches get rid of assistants, GMs get rid of head coaches, and the head coaches, once the head coach is gone, the assistants are gone. I'm assuming y'all are in great shape, and how did the outside linebackers do this year? They played well. We were the, had the top duo again uh, in the NFL, Daniel Hunter and Zadarius. They were one of the, only one of their – Outside linebacker duo that uh, had double-digit sacks, with lead in pressures, lead in hurries, um, win percentage we led. So they had, they had a good year. And the young guys behind them. I got a good group behind them. Um, but they had a good year. I mean, obviously it didn't go the way that it's not a good year unless you win the Super Bowl. But you're always happy when your guys played played well. They're tough. You know, Zadarius Smith's been with me since Green Bay. You know, I brought him here with me in Minnesota, so. Well, good. Good to be with him, and and um, but no, they they played well. Okay, I just wondering. I've got a Vikings cap. I'm wearing it right now, and I didn't know if I was going to need to go get a different cap or not. So, sound like you're going to be in Minnesota for a little longer. Yeah, I'll be here. Good. You think that's going to be home for a while? I do. It's so hard this in this profession. You know, I mean, ultimately, goal is to you know be a DC, and and then you know you ultimately just got to con- continue to win and. And your guys got to play well. You know, there's not that many jobs that, you know, once a week your job relies on on kids yep. that, that make millions of dollars. And there's a lot of things going on. And so it's 
it's a tough profession, but I love it. I love, you know, talking about sports earlier. It just gives you a chance to stay in it. And stay involved. Best of, yeah, stay involved with the best of the best. And and it's just, um, well, you know, the NFL is just a history with it. And, you know, it's just uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. All right, it sounded like it got quiet there. Is the ball game over? No, I was stepping outside. One of the parents was losing on the officials. I was like, golly, we're <laughs> nine years old. Go whip him. Go out there and whip him. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, look at him. Like, seriously. Hey, you left one of our uh, one of our other good friends in in Green Bay. You left Jerry Gray there. But there's talk about Jerry Gray going to Atlanta as the DC. Is have you heard anything about that? Uh, no, Jerry reached out, told me he was uh, that he didn't uh, resign his contract in Green Bay. Oh, it was contract, and that he was heading on a plane to go interview, and that's what I had going on, and make sure I was safe on everything. And, you know, it's kind of like you talk about with players, same thing with coaches, and you know, it's kind of a I would say a fraternity, but friendships. You know, you meet all these. You know, luckily Jerry's from Lubbock, but you just meet friends throughout this whole process, and yeah, you do. And uh, Jerry'd be a good one. Yeah, he's. <clears throat> we had a good time in Green Bay. Two Lubbock boys and, up there, and I, and I saw him before we did that last Green Bay game. We beat the hell out of us. Hey, Mike, <laughs> we're about to go to a hard break. Can we get you back after the break for about five minutes to help yeah. us with these NFL games? You should hang on if you want to. Do you want to <clears throat> hang on? Yeah, I'll just hang on. All okay, right, just right. hang on. We'll come back and and uh, get back to you. Thank you for doing this, Mike. We appreciate it very much. Mike Smith, y'all. We'll be right back with more. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. JW Services, Letco Distributors in Midland, Texas. Brent Beck and Scott Blake. These are big Red Raiders, too. They are Red Raiders. And they don't mind just telling everybody. You know, they, they love the business down there. They take care of the wellhead. Uh, they do so much more than that, y'all. But uh, great company, and they need to be on your team. They can help you out in the oil and gas business down in Midland, Texas. J&W Services and Lynn Co. Distributors. All right, proud to have Dr. Skuvenick and his lovely wife, Patty, here. They didn't ride their bikes down today. They normally go everywhere on their bikes. I don't, you know, what is that about y'all? Y'all just, y'all like riding bikes? Healthy. Well, she's, she's pretty focused on staying in shape. Me less so. <laughs> well, good morning, David and Gary. Thanks for having us. Oh, been, you bet. It's, it's our been pleasure. A while. It's oh, yeah. Time. Was this football season since we were out at the – and you didn't come that day, did you? Which day was that? Oh, she was boycotting. Uh, it was a Saturday. No. Nope. <laughs> it was in a morning. <laughs> it Saturday was a morning. Saturday morning. <laughs> now you skipped. You skipped that last one. I don't think we've seen you since the ball game. Yeah. And uh, basketball. Yep. We got uh, we got instructions that we got to get them out of here in time to watch the Lady Raider game at noon. Okay, and, uh, so you got to get back home in time to see the tip off of the Lady. So y'all need to leave here at eleven forty. Eleven forty. Probably need twenty minutes earlier since it's on ESPN Plus, and it takes me. A while oh, to I know get it. There. <laughs> Patty, it, tell tell everybody. You know, I've got so many. We got so many friends that are. I'll kind of move this one over here, Lawrence. That that. Uh, you know they they get so frustrated because they you know they they're they're elderly a lot of them are and they love the Texas Tech and they love the Lady Rays they can't get the they can't figure out how to get the game it's it's a cussing experience for me 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's frustrating. It is. Yeah, when you said they're el elderly, they can't do the technology. Yeah. Uh, you pretty much described <laughs> it. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> me too. You know, I have to get my grandson. He's six to come over and help me get it all. Can I rent him out? Yeah, I might bring him over to your house. Yeah. Let him help you. It really is. And you know, I guess we're moving to the time. You know, we we grew up. TV was free. You, all three channels. Yeah, all three channels were free and because the commercials paid for it. But now they're moving slowly to where you have to have service and you pay a monthly fee so that you have to pay for every everything you watch. Yep. Yeah. And I think basketball is going to be a bigger and bigger part of the Big 12 package. Um, the commissioner called yesterday just to talk about a few things going on. Yeah. The football schedule coming out, the negotiations with Texas and OU and uh, but he mentioned, we talked about basketball. He had, you know, coming from the NBA, he has big plans to grow the presence of our conference, which is the best in the yeah. nation. And uh, so maybe we'll get beyond that frustration we normally have now with ESPN Plus. Oh, you mean I we'll, should, we'll I be should, able to just have it on a regular station? No, I didn't say that. I don't want to, I can be careful oh. what I say. I shouldn't be bad mouthing the people who. Yeah, I'm paying part well, of the bills. And mm -hmm. thank goodness for ESPN Plus because we get to see every game just about. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't have ESPN Plus. You know, I don't even know what it costs. A money. lot more have it now than did. Yeah, nine ninety nine a month or they're learning to like have that. it. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, when she's watching the game, and if I'm upstairs, I ask her sometimes to go. We have a place. I next have to go next door because he didn't like me talking to the TV set. <laughs> Do you talk to it too? I still try to help the referees no matter yeah. where I am. I'm talking to. Well, they I'm need talking. help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good yeah. good mission in life. Stay with it. Well, they need. We've had a few incidents this <laughs> I know year it. where they need some help. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. Well, and they, and they feel like, and we're not going to spend much time on this, but they feel like at the end of the game, well, I'm not going to decide the game. Well, you're deciding the game by not deciding mm -hmm. the game by yeah, not blowing exactly. your whistle. You're deciding the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're just changing the rules the last twenty seconds. Yeah, and, uh, Gary, that's a really good way of looking at it. What yeah. they did against Kansas. Uh, they basically swallowed their whistles. Yeah, they yeah. did. And not only was there fouls that were not called, but uh, those injuries hurt us in the next game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you're exactly right. I, you can't you can't go down to the – They, if that's the case, we'll just kill them inside. I mean, just take them down because they're not going to call it. The referee doesn't want to decide the game. Well, yeah, yeah Gary got it right. You did decide it. I did see that that crew was back. Mm -hmm. For Baylor, they yeah, hadn't we been had, around. We had Pretty Boy for the Baylor <laughs> game. I forget his name. We call we call him Pretty Boy. Okay, you you said that. Yeah, I said that. Not you. But we yeah. call you Pretty Boy too. <laughs> Anybody yeah. with a full head of hair. Pretty old boy. <laughs> Anybody with a full head of hair to us <clears throat> is Pretty Boy. Yeah, but uh, when we played Texas the other night, um, we got the calls. Yeah, and that made a big part. That was a big difference. It makes a difference, without a doubt. All right, real quickly before I forget, I, I when things come to my mind, they got to come out. Or uh, our Palm Squad, Lou Jean Pickering wants to know how our Palm Squad is, did this week. I didn't see anything weekend. about it. Okay, I, I looked. Yeah. I didn't All see right. anything about it. Well, so Lou Jean, the answer is we don't know. Yeah, well, Lou Jean, thanks for putting us on the spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, I bet they represented us well. Well, they always do. Yeah, yeah. they're national champions over and over again, aren't yeah, they? Kind of like meat judging, although yeah. we get kind of a. We've had a little. Uh, we were third in the most recent meat judging competition. Uh, 
Oh, heads of the Everybody. Are we going to have to fire some people? Is that what? Everybody is after us. Gordon Davis was in my office this week, and he just says, we're on everybody's target. They all yeah. want to beat tech. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Well, we had Gordon yeah, on. King. We had Gordon and one of his top-notch female yeah. meat judges, and yeah. uh, he was he was, that was fun. It was a fun yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Gordon, he's done, of course, you know what he did for oh. tech, and um, yeah, he's a very dear friend. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 he's been he's been good to Texas Tech. Yeah, and he's not a, he's a Washington State grad. Oh, yeah, he graduated from Washington State, and when he uh, looked at what had made his company successful, he uh, did the calculation and decided it was because of Red Raiders. So he's an analytical, isn't he? He's he is sort he of a brainy. That's things. why y'all are buddies. <laughs> yeah, see, Gary and I don't think through anything. See, Pat, Patty and I are buddies. Cause we oh, don't. yeah, you don't think through anything. Just act. Just yell at the TV. That's right. like yeah, we yell at the TV. <laughs> they yeah. can hear you. I'm, anyway, it's uh, – well. you know, um, we um, The NCAA requires that I talk to the head coaches at least once a year and the whole staff. So I did that this week. And um, I was sitting right next to Coach Adams, and I can only imagine how frustrating all this has been. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, give us a little insight there. Well, I don't think I know any more than you do. Well, you sat right <laughs> next to him. I hadn't sat next to him. I uh, can't even find him. Uh, we talked about uh, issues like NIL in the portal. Oh. Um, yeah. You know, so the, there's this thing called the NCAA Transformation Committee that just came out with their recommendations. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had a call with um, so the board of directors of the five power five schools, the chairman of those boards, we were on a call about what do we need to do to help address some of the challenges of athletics. Um, we need some antitrust protection. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of concern about athletes becoming employees. And, and unionizing. Well, that's part of it. Being employees yeah. creates a whole range of problems. Uh, the portal <clears throat> um, and uh, some, guide, some guardrails on NIL. Now we've done really well because of our generous supporters, mm -hmm. and it's—I don't think we want to give—we don't want to give up that advantage, but it's—it's it's making it really tough for coaches to deal yeah. with all that stuff. Oh, I don't see how they how they can deal with it. We told we told us early in the show that uh, Sonny Dax is saying he's never been busier because he's having to show the new kids around and 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 get them acclimated and all, but he's also having to recruit the kids that are already on his team. Yeah. To make sure that they don't recruit wander yeah. off. Yeah, they, they shared a story with a football player this week who, uh, at the tw 11th hour, they had to counter a play that had been made. And um, when we were down at the bowl game, uh, there was an event one night, and uh, I think his name is Mike Perrin. He had been the AD at Texas. Um, he spoke very highly of Kirby, and Kirby of him. He played under Daryl Royal with him win a national championship. And he said that the reason is are you, is that church service it reminds me to pray <laughs> so if y'all excuse me well i i see you in a totally different light <laughs> well especially don't, after that debbie does Dallas, you know? <laughs> but anyway he was saying that one reason royal quit at the age of 52 or 54 is just the recruiting back then oh so can I, you imagine oh no, you can't imagine today now, is, is it okay if if uh if, if, if we wanted to go recruit some guys from TCU, if we were just to call them on the phone and say, hey, would you like to come here and play at Tech now? There's some guidelines there, and I don't know the specifics, but um, you have to be careful how you do that. 
They that. But it can be done. Well, I, 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 I don't need to yeah. talk about things I don't know the details of. No, why not? That's, you, this is our show. You know? since, it's since, not a prerequisite. So since when? Since when does that stop me? Yeah, he didn't yeah. say he wasn't going to. He said he didn't need to. But you know, you just wonder because it's just it just seemed like you'd do whatever you want to do to go get players to come play for you. And I, we can't continue like this. If you got enough money, you can. Yeah. But you, we can't continue like this. It, well, it, um, the the coach who's in charge of recruiting football. What's his name? You know, Patty. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, what's his name? Yeah, well, he said that in this year's class. Uh, yeah, yeah. That you did know. That he said <laughs> she made you look these sick. players, <laughs> they didn't raise that issue. They wanted to be here for the right reason. Yeah. And he was very pleased by that. I like that. You know, and you got Coach McGuire. I can't imagine that you wouldn't want to play for a guy like that. And that parents that. wouldn't want their kids to yeah. be playing mm -hmm. for a guy like that. Yeah, they're young men. Yeah. He's he's been amazing so far. You know, sometimes you, you you meet somebody and you think they're the greatest thing, yeah. and then over time you change your opinion. Yeah. But McGuire's just the opposite. We thought he mm -hmm. was great when we got him. Oh, it's so yeah. It's when he gets better, he does. He really does. Yep. Who who are some that you don't like anymore? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you some people that that do like Dr. Scubinick, the Breakfast Bunch. Oh, I, I don't Breakfast know anybody that doesn't like y'all. I'm <laughs> telling you. You're not digging deep enough because <laughs> I guarantee if you look at my mail, you'd find out there's some people. That well, those are just the haters. <laughs> Who cares what they think? Anyway, Dr. Bildeen this morning said probably the best president ever. Golly. And he's put ever. you up there with Dr. Lawless. Well, that's something well, coming from Dr. <clears throat> Dr. Lawless. And, that's uh, very nice, Dr. Dr. Bailey. Dr. Dean. But now, I, now, Gary and I say that. And he doesn't have anything to gain. It's not like you can fire him. You know, he's yeah. already retired. So, Well, that's very kind of He didn't of have anything to gain by saying it. But, you know, that's one of the great things about the Centennial. We've had a chance to kind of Well, let's talk about back. that, yeah. Um, in fact, um, when I was speaking to the athletic uh, staff, I asked them if any of them had been to the Carol of Lights. Well, did, did, did you go, Gary? I didn't, I didn't go, go this, this year. year, but I heard it was awesome it, this year. It I heard was one of the best ever. Than it ever. was really, really nice. And, of course, only one person raised their hand because they were out there recruiting and doing things like that, I guess. And, um, and then there's this book we published, 100 Voices for 100 Years, and Tim Tadlock is in that book. And um, so I said, is Coach Tadlock here? He wasn't there either. But he did text me that night to say he appreciated being in the book. But you, you take a risk. He wasn't at the meeting? That well, you... he has been there earlier, but he was at oh. practice. He had to go to practice. Oh, okay. But um, if you look at that book, you'll see how important the influence of athletics is in the history of this university. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. You, you barely missed it. The I was like 102. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100 voices. Well, I want to get to the 200th celebration. Maybe. No, you were way above that. <laughs> but there's some pretty neat people in there, pretty neat things. And, and um, um, uh, Gerald Myers is in there. Were you in there? No. Oh, you're not? No. Gary and I need to do a book. Gary, you and I can be in it. There you go. We'll just do our own we'll book. We'll put Dr. Skubik in there. We'll let book. you be in it, Dr. Skubik. You and Patty yeah. both because we're thoughtful. You guys are too nice. Y'all yeah. <laughs> can be. All right. What? Tell us what's going on. with the, What is the big event? I mean, if you had to say the 100-year celebration, the day that is the biggest of celebration, what is it? I mean, right now what's going on, the big I mean, event? Yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you the thing that we're f focused on right now. This morning, Bob Duncan called 
um, you know, he, we are so lucky to have him mm-hmm. working for us in government relations. That is the thing we're focused on right now going into this session. And having, and, and Ken Hans is part of that team and our people like Martha Brown, who's a legend down there, Christina Butts, John Opperman. We got great people. And it's, uh, you know, you're looking at a $32 billion surplus, but it's not going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our challenges. Uh, but uh, that is the thing we're so focused on right now is making sure we get our fair share as we go down there. And, of course. When um, are you going? Well, well, I'll testify there on the 8th, but we, we'll do that several times. Okay. And well, Gary and I could go testify if you need us to. You know what? Um, uh, you I call think, us? I <laughs> think that things you would say would help. Well, we <laughs> have your people call our people. <laughs> no, because uh, I also want to. Yeah. We're lucky to have uh, Senator Perry and Chairman Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. have been involved in this discussion regarding the puff from the get-go. And that started, you know, when Texas and Oklahoma left the conference. And um, Dr. That, Mitchell was at lunch the other day, very optimistic about something happening, just that they've sort of shot themselves in, in a spikeism, shot yeah. themselves in the foot, UT and A&M leaving and all. But well, the bottom line is nobody in their right mind, there's no Texan in their right mind that thought our forefathers wanted all the money to go to one university. Okay, and then we have two universities. Okay, now let's put two-thirds to that one university and a third to the other university. But the hell with anybody else that comes on, those weren't the kind of people that founded, that were no. beginning yeah. Texas. Nobody in their right mind thinks that they meant for it all to be to that university or those two now. No, they want to spread it around and have great universities throughout the state of Texas. Uh, amen. All right. And, and that's, that's why you should go down to Austin. <laughs> yeah. No, that's absolutely. It's the problem is you got a bunch of Longhorns that are in government. Well, um, and there's uh, a lot of Baylor people. Speaker Phelan is a Longhorn, and he's a. I I have a high opinion of him. He Good. he sees the need to do something, and then uh, Chairman Bonham appropriate. Speaker Phelan. Yeah. You probably, the house. you probably don't know him that well. If you have a high opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's a Longhorn. He's a thoughtful person. Hey, look, <laughs> I want to try to. I know we don't, don't. Want to get you in trouble. No. No, I'm not just saying this because I doubt that he's watching this show. He probably is. Word he's prob- probably him. listening because you can't get it on TV down well, there. Well, I did. This is number one in the city. No, I don't no. know. Who said that? That's he what, did. <laughs> that's what I've been telling that's people. Our endorsement. Well, you no. just keep saying that. Yeah. Tell everybody. That's never come out of my mouth. No. Here, Patty, you can, I'm done. We're not, no, you're going to get in trouble. He doesn't want the microphone anymore. No, they, they hear- You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.